Well, hello folks. Welcome to another edition of CHP Talks. This is going to be a very short episode. I had two different guests lined up for today's show. I thought one of them would be available, but at the last minute, neither of those guests was able to make it, and we'll have them both on a future show. So this week, I'm going to just give you a short monologue on a few of the issues going on in our country today. I'm going to discuss them very briefly. I'm not going to go into detail on any one topic, but I do want to mention a couple of the items we're following closely. There are far more than we're going to cover today, but a couple of these items we think could determine what kind of a country we will be living in in the months and years ahead. First of all, to introduce myself to those who may not be aware, I'm Rod Taylor, national leader of the Christian Heritage Party of Canada. We are a federal political party committed to the principles of life, family, and freedom. The Christian Heritage Party has been around since 1986. We were founded by some dedicated individuals, both Catholics and Protestants, who had worked hard in the big parties at that time, both liberals and conservatives. And in helping to elect men and women, they felt were going to protect innocent human life, protect traditional family values, and protect our shared values of freedom of speech, hard work, thriftiness, balanced budgets, and strong communities. Our founders were repeatedly disappointed by the political process and the party discipline that put party over principles. Those that were elected did not always do the things that they said they were going to do. So our founders emphasized the importance of recognizing the supremacy of God, which is the foundation of Canada's constitutional values, foundational to the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, uh, which contains a phrase about the supremacy of God and the rule of law. We believe all Canadians should be treated equally, that in general, Canadians should be allowed and encouraged to build businesses, build homes, raise their children, to respect their elders, treat their friends and neighbors as they would like to be treated themselves, and as a, a biblical principle to treat all with equality and respect. When the Christian Heritage Party was formed, there were still pro-life members of parliament in both the liberal and conservative caucuses. Same-sex marriage did not exist until 2005. It was a concept that even the liberals voted against right up to 1999. In those days, there were no drag shows, drag queen hours. Up until recently, Canada was respected in the world, both for our common decency, our commitment to world peace, and our willingness to defend freedom around the world that was evident in both World War I and World War II, where Canadian soldiers shed their blood to protect freedom and decency at home and abroad. So I just want to look at a couple of the current events and political themes we're facing in 2023. This is not an exhaustive list. Uh, if you say, why didn't you mention this? Why didn't you mention that? Uh, it's because I'm going to run out of time to talk about all the things that are important. But we're going to mention a few. Number one, we've just gone through nearly three years of unscientific and undemocratic knee-jerk responses by government to the COVID crisis. Canadians have had their rights violated while national debt has skyrocketed. I think every Canadian has grown sick and weary of the topic of COVID lockdowns, vaccines, mandates, and we are ready to move on. If we could, we'd all like to turn the clock back three years and try this a different way. We'd like to see the government follow the science, actually follow the science. We'd like to see the government 
follow the Constitution, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. We'd like to see the government recognize the supremacy of God and the importance of prayer. We'd like to see Canadians' charter rights honored and respected. The COVID crisis and the government's response to it has pushed our society and that of other nations around the globe to a serious crossroads. Are we going to have one world government dictating to every citizen on this planet how we need to live, what we can say, how we raise our children? If the liberal NDP coalition, Davos, the WHO, the UN, and the WEF all have their way, we will own nothing, we will be free to do nothing, and we will not be happy. Because the COVID crisis has been a crisis over health care decisions, other aspects of our lives together as Canadians have come into play in a way we could not have foreseen five years ago. The ending of human life by a doctor's lethal injection has become commonplace under the MAID legislation, the MAID legislation that the Liberal government passed in 2016. Last year, over 10,000 Canadians were killed by lethal injection under a doctor's direction, and this doesn't even include those who died from the mRNA vaccines, and that's for another discussion. This is simply the number of Canadians who were put to death by physicians who took an oath to, at first, do no harm. <clears throat> the made jurisdiction has been expanded and our current government seems intent on expanding it still further. They have approved in principle the concept, believe it or not, of killing by lethal injection those who are mentally ill. Now, a society that kills its innocent citizens with or without their consent can no longer be called civilized. We have seen veterans offered assisted suicide rather than medical help. We have seen poor people opt for assisted suicide because they cannot afford decent food and shelter. We have seen doctors calling for the killing of babies born with disabilities. Now, this is way too much like what took place in Nazi Germany when Hitler called for the extermination of those he considered unworthy of life. In our public schools, we have seen the imposition of radical sex education, unimaginable only 10 years ago. Young children are being told by those who are not their parents that they can change their gender and they are encouraged to consider doing so. Young children are changing their names at school without their parents' knowledge or consent. They're being put on puberty blockers and artificial hormones that make permanent changes to their physical structure and can often lead to lifelong sterility. Premarital sex among teenagers has come to be expected rather than warned against. Young children who have not mastered the basic skills of reading, writing, and arithmetic are expected to make mature decisions about sexuality in relationships. Some left-wing MPs, both Liberal and NDP, are calling for lowering the voting age to 16. Now, having gained significant control over the indoctrination of young people in Canada, they hope that these same young people will return them to office indefinitely so they can ruin even more lives and drain the wallets of future taxpayers. So young people who are not yet earning a living, not yet contributing in a meaningful way to the tax revenues of our country, are being encouraged to think that they have a right to tell taxpayers how their money should be spent, because that's what MPs do. They vote on how to spend your money. 
For years now, children and young people in public schools have been taught what to think, not how to think. Literary skills are at an all-time low. Rude speech and incivility have become a way of life for many young people today. Censorship of ideas is common, and intolerance of ideas contrary to government direction has reached pandemic levels. We see this playing out in the attack on Jordan Peterson by the College of Psychologists in Ontario. We see this in the word games in regard to pronouns and terminology that no longer is connected to common sense or reality. Abortion, the scourge of the 20th century, has now become so mainstream that few politicians dare to speak about it lest they face disappointment at the polls. Canadians kill each year approximately 100,000 preborn babies in clinics, in hospitals, and in their homes through the use of toxic chemicals approved by our government for the termination of preborn life. We taxpayers pay the bill financially, but future generations will pay a different kind of cost the cost of losing perspective on the value of human life. Between one or two out of every four babies conceived is killed in the womb. That means that two or three out of every four who survive are left with the notion that it's okay to kill someone who causes you an inconvenience. The public schools have also become places of indoctrination in regard to climate change, CO2, gender identity, race relations, fiscal responsibility, the value of human life, and the importance of protecting free speech and the democratic process. The federal government today is pushing legislation, Bill C-21, aimed at disarming every Canadian. A last-minute amendment to this bill would have included a wide variety of popular hunting rifles, but it appears that public outcry may be so loud even the arrogant liberals are having second thoughts. They say they're doing these things in the name of public safety, but if, if they really cared about public safety, they would not have imposed on us medical assistance in dying, abortion on demand, and unsafe and ineffective vaccines that have damaged lives and, and actually taken lives. If they cared about public safety, the prime minister or his appointees would have met with peaceful freedom truckers and negotiated a settlement rather than using a military-style assault on freedom of assembly, freedom of mobility, and the freedom to work. Bill C-21 is just one step towards seizing all the firearms of law-abiding Canadian citizens. Now, in every country where the citizenry have been disarmed, tyranny has followed. We must not allow the federal government to seize the private property of law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. There is growing resistance to this bill. We, we have some hope that it can be weakened, if not dropped entirely. Now, there's much more to be said. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Bill C-11, the uh, online censorship bill, uh, which the liberals are using, will use, to take away your right to comment, even on social media. We've commented on this bill quite a bit in the past. I'm not going to go into detail now, but... They are after your freedoms. That's all I have to say. And, and it's time that we spoke up. And every Canadian who values freedom must speak up on these issues. Well, there's much more to be said, but I did say this was going to be a short episode, so I'm going to stop here. 
All signs are pointing to a spring election, and we at the Christian Heritage Party are doing all we can to be prepared for that election if it comes. Good Canadians who care about the future of this country are going to be pushed and pulled by disparate party loyalties and political forces. Now, each citizen, each voter, will have to make a decision to choose between freedom or slavery, soaring national debt or fiscal prudence and restraint, hedonistic and selfish morality, or time-tested and family-friendly moral guidelines for our children. We at CHP Canada are seeking good men and women across this country who are willing to carry our banner for life, family, and freedom. Now, if you or someone you know is willing to speak the truth in love, to sacrifice your time and effort in a good cause, to put the future of our country ahead of your own comfort, we invite you to contact us and help us to put these issues and others on the table when Canadians go to the polls. Now, it's important that those running for office are willing to speak the truth, even when the opposition is hostile and unwilling to give you a fair hearing. Truth wins in the end. Those who carry the banner of truth and freedom will have nothing to be ashamed of at the end of our days. Now, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of CHP Talks. Thanks for listening to CHP Talks. For more content you don't want to miss, be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast, CHP Talks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. To view our weekly episodes in a video format, you can find us on Brighteon at brighteon.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. On BitChute at bitshoot.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. Now, social media censorship and the cancel culture have restricted what we can discuss on YouTube. But most of our programs can still be found on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash CHP Canada. Thanks for joining us. Please share this information with others. After all, speaking the truth is an act of love. I'm Rod Taylor, National Leader of CHP Canada, and your host of CHP Talks. See you next week.